And hello everyone, Mike and Jody Cleveland with you today talking about Worship Wednesday. Jody, I'm so excited about this particular song we're doing. How about you? Yes, yes, because it talks all about the power of the cross. My favorite topic. <laughs> it's my favorite topic too. And I have gazed at the cross this morning and have reflected on the love of one who came so far from heaven to earth who sunk so low to the lower earthly regions to rescue me and to set me free. And I just rejoice in being able to do this podcast with you today, and I'm anxious to get into the song, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. What's the name of it, and who's it by? Okay, it's called The Power of the Cross. Casting Crowns sings it. It was written by um, Brooke and Scott Ligertwood and... Kristen Stanfill and Brett Yonker. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for writing this song. It is an encouragement to my heart, and I hope to our listeners, too. Yes, indeed. This is one of the the good songs, isn't it? We've oh, done some so in the good. past where we say, hey, watch out for this song, because it's not a worship song, right. simply by the fact that it leaves out the message of the cross. Well, today we get to read and, and show you one that is powerful The first verse goes like this. The past that held regret over my head is gone. (laughs) These chains are ashes now that once were rusted on. I was a runaway. Now I'm finally home. What do you think about this first verse? Well, it's sweet and it's so relatable. Um, Of course, uh, we haven't gotten to the gospel yet. But what we have done is whenever we're talking about the transforming power of the gospel, the power of the cross, we, we naturally remember what we once were. Uh, such were some of you, right? We were formerly um, liars and thieves and murderers in our hearts, or literally, we were um, gluttons and gossips and slanderers, and um, we were haters, we were enemies of God, we were... In, in chains, we were um, prodigal sons that had gone away to the far country. We were all these things. That's who we were before the power of the cross impacted us. Yeah, and you know, I think about these these words where the chains were formerly rusted on, indicating there's no way I could get them off. First of all, they were iron chains, not ropes. Right. Uh, I believe he's taking those words from a passage in Psalm 107 that says, Some sat in darkness, in utter darkness, prisoners suffering in iron chains. Because they rebelled against God's commands and despised the plans of the Most High. It goes on to describe how they suffered and how they cried out to the Lord then in their trouble. And he saved them from their distress. And it says these words. He brought them out of darkness, the utter darkness, and broke away their chains. And this is really what happened to me at the cross. Uh, As I come to the cross of Christ, I see Jesus suffering. I see him bleeding. I see him crying out. I see him breathing out his last, wearing a crown of thorns for me and nailed to this cross. And Jody, this is a sight of love, but it's also a sight of power. This is where he will break your chains. Those things that were rusted on will drop off at the cross of Christ. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Then he says in verse 2, My mind was a ghost town haunted by yesterday. That's powerful, isn't it? It really is. Who of us doesn't have a regret? I mean, I've never met a person who didn't say, Oh, I wish I'd done that differently. Yeah. Or if I, if I could go back, if I could get a do-over, right. I'd do this. Yeah, I yeah. need I need a clean slate because my slate is filled with 3D images Ugh. of all the ways I failed. I got it wrong, right? Mm-hmm. My mind was a ghost town haunted by yesterday until your hand reached down, pulled me out of my grave into the freedom found only in Jesus' name. Yes. And here you see the connection between the cross of Christ and the power of God to lift you out of sin. Right, right. The the two are connected, aren't they? They are, they are. You'll remember at the death of Jesus, there was a great earthquake, and it says that um, people were raised from the dead, Mm -hmm. and they walked into town, and people saw them and scared the living daylights out of them, (laughs) I'm sure. But the point is... That at Jesus' death, life was given yes. to us who believe. And I mean, and it's still happening today. We're not in tombs, uh, physical ones yet, but we are in spiritual ones until Jesus wakes us up and gives us life. I love how you connected that story of, you know, in, in the Gospels, it's simply mentioned in passing. There was an earthquake and holy people of old rose up out of the grave and went into the town. But you connected it in such a powerful spiritual way that when we come to the cross and we behold the love of God displayed on that tree, what happens to us is we are raised up from our dead uh, living. We're raised up from our graves of sin. Yes. And we begin to live in the power of the cross now. So that was beautiful. So exciting. What's the next uh, verse there? Well, I am forgiven, no longer lost. Now I am living in the power of the cross. Right? And, and so... And this, this next verse tells us why. And I think that that's the key. This is here, here comes the gospel, friends. Okay, here it comes. I'm going to read it before you get to it. <laughs> <laughs> the Father gave his Son so I could be set free. And now the scales are gone. My eyes can finally see. I'll tell the world of all Jesus has done for me. Right. So the gospel that Father gave his son, we remember John 3.16, that it was out of love, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. He gave him to die. He gave him to assume your sin as if it were his own. Yes. He, he, it says that uh, he who knew no sin became sin for us. The Father gave his Son, the Son gave his life to remove your sin as far as the east is from the west. Right. To sink it in the ocean of forgetfulness. To wipe away your slate that was dirty with sin and now there is nothing on your slate. This is the reason why the Father gave His Son, and also to set you free. See, this is critical. He he didn't just give His Son to deal with the penalty of sin, but to deal with the chains of sin, Mm -hmm. to break them so that you can indeed go free now, that you can live differently, not only saving you from the, the... wrath of God and you know eternal hell but also saving you from daily committing the same sins over and over again right right 
And I want to be clear with our listeners because I said, here comes the gospel. And this verse actually only uh, is sort of the start of the gospel because it says the father gave his son. So that is just the initiation of the gospel. The true gospel is that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, right? And on the third day, he was raised. Uh, according to the scriptures, right? And he was seen by many people, so that's the proof of it. But, um, yeah, so, but this song does talk about, in the next verse, and on that cross, his love held true, through sacrifice, the old made new. This life I live, I live in faith, now in Jesus' name. Amen. Right? So here we have the sacrifice. It actually does have the death of Jesus, um, and that is imperative we cannot say the gospel apart from the death and resurrection of jesus and that's what this song really that's the the theme of it that's the heart of it and he talks a lot about the effects of the gospel on us which is what brings worship out of our hearts right well you talk about the effect of the gospel the next verse says i'm forgiven no longer lost Um, I think you might be referring here to the prodigal son who went away into the far country and squandered all the wealth of the father and thought he'd come slinking back as mere slave. But no, the father ran with open arms and said, my son is home. You who were dead are now alive. You're no longer lost to me. And, And this is available to everyone who's listening. Maybe you've been in the far country. Maybe you've been squandering away all that the Father had given you, and you're ruining things in your life, well, come home, for you will hear that you are welcome back, that he does not rebuke you and chastise you as if you even had your sin. Why can he receive you back? Because he put your sin on his son, and he, in effect, counted it against the Holy Son of God, and now he cannot count it against you. God cannot be just and count your sin against you because he's already counted your sin against his son. So you don't have it anymore. It isn't even yours. It was nailed to the cross and you bear it no more. Amen. And so you're forgiven. Praise you're God. no longer lost. And now it's a matter of learning to live in the power of the cross, in right. the power of forgiveness. Right. I love the next thing he says, Jody. Okay. Goodbye to sorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome my joy. Welcome my joy, yes. Goodbye now to I sorrow. I, we were at a, at a church yesterday where the teacher was talking all about his discouragement and his depression and his sorrow. And I wanted to say, you know, come here and I'll tell you a message that you clearly don't know. It's the message of the cross. Right. Where Jesus sunk so low into your sin and your sorrow to rescue you out of it, to redeem, to pay the price, to ransom you and free you. Right. And now, as you look at the cross, you receive what? The fruit of the Spirit. And then one of the fruits of the Spirit is joy, joy, unspeakable and glorious Joy is to replace our sorrow now. Doesn't mean we don't get sad, right. but we aren't captive to it. That's we right. aren't bound by it. We're no right. chains of sorrow anymore. Right. Paul said we are discouraged, but not despairing. Yes. And despairing is depression. It's that where I have lost hope. I'm never going to get out of this sad feeling. And that's not true if you're a believer. Um, you might be discouraged for a time. You might be a little down. You might be a little confused or perplexed. But 
you will not stay there because as you behold the the cross of Christ as you remember the resurrection and believe in it then you you will believe that your resurrection will come in this moment right that you'll be lifted up out of this discouragement and into uh, the joy of your salvation again that will be restored to you and um, that is one of the most beautiful things about living in the power of the cross is that there's no dead ends mm. right there there are no more holes that can hold you forever mm. you might be caught in a sin trap temporarily you might be led off you know into the um, what, was it, what was that pilgrim got caught in the, the slew of despond the slew right? of despond and then there was the castle of despair something oh like that. castle okay. of despair right yeah. right so there, there's these little pitfalls all along life right these mm-hmm. little uh bypath meadows and whatever where we can get distracted or discouraged or whatever but we won't stay there right. because jesus through the power of the cross will bring us back to center and get us walking in victory and in joy again yes he's awesome well the way to say goodbye to sorrow is to see god saying goodbye to your sin yes as god said goodbye to your sin and you can say goodbye to your sin because it was nailed to the cross then you can say goodbye to sorrow that's so true And, and this is one of the greatest blessings of the cross jody is it produces within us this over flowing with thankfulness right in fact look at how he ends this right. song how does he end it so appropriately thank you mm-hmm. oh god i thank you jesus i thank you thank you for the cross praise you oh god i praise you jesus i praise you i praise you for the cross and um that is what happens when we live in the power of the cross it produces thankfulness Hallelujah. Amen. That's what happens. It replaces our sorrow with joy and thankfulness. And we end up walking around the house. Ah, Thank you, Jesus. You know, in my heart just this morning as I was in the Word of God and as I was studying the book of Exodus right before the giving of the law, do you know what it says? Right. Today, consecrate yourself, wash your clothes, and on the third day, it says you will... Come up and see the Lord. So there's even a hint and a reference to the gospel before the giving of the law. Mm. Right? That at the cross of Christ, I was consecrated to God by the removal of my sins. I was cleansed uh, in my heart and my soul at the cross. And on the third day, we expected Jesus to be dead, but there he was. We saw the Lord on the third day. Mm. And as I saw that, Jody, I just went, thank you, Jesus. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm cleansed, I'm consecrated, I'm sanctified, and I end up overflowing with thankfulness. Amen. So such good news for us today. Thank you, uh, Casting Crowns for singing this song for us. We pray, we hope you uh, listeners will go and to your favorite place where you go to listen to music and um, listen to it. It will encourage your heart today. Amen.